0: Get ready to transform how you communicate and market, not only in business, but in your life. This is Marketing Matters. For more information on today's show and other topics, visit RyanSowers.com. Here's your
1: host, best selling author and national speaker, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to another Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers here on Business Radio X. I'm your host, and we are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. On every episode, as you know by now, of Marketing Matters, we talk marketing, sales, branding, and so much more. And be sure to follow our show, look at Marketing Matters. I'll give you more information on that. But we have two amazing guests here. But first, first things first, my permanent, awesome co host, Jane Bishop, owner of Take the Next Step. How are you today, Woo-hoo,
2: Jane? Awesome.
1: Awesome, and she is Jane janebishop.live, easiest way to get to her, right? That's you get that exact, right.
2: you got that right, all right you're, but, you're, you're hitting but, all the buttons but, but today, But you know what, if
1: we got the videos, we've got, <laughs> it, we've got other guests waiting, i butchered everything today, we've got, we have got Rennie Curran, if you don't know Rennie Curran, you need to get a Google, uh, and get out and check it out, <laughs> and we've got Ronnie Brown uh, in the studio, uh, welcome gentlemen, thanks for coming on today.
0: Yeah, Thank you man, thanks you. for having me,
3: it. It. it's good to be here.
1: Uh, and they, there's so much. But first of all, guys, if you don't know, Rennie Curran was an All-American linebacker at UGA, went on to play in the NFL. He is now um, is game changer. Go ahead and you can say it. Game yeah,
0: cha- game changer Georgia, LLC. And we'll get into that in your business. Yep.
1: But does tons of stuff with the personal branding. Uh, and I'll let him talk about coaching and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie, uh, I believe you were number one first round draft pick. Played about 10 years in the NFL from Auburn Tigers, right? But you went to Miami, if I'm right.
3: Yeah, so I went to Auburn and then I was drafted to Miami by Nick Saban. So it was weird. (laughs) Auburn got being drafted. Oh yes, right. That's the year he was down there. Okay, so
1: here's my question to start. Awesome running back, awesome linebacker in your prime. Who wins the one-on-one drill?
0: Oh, man, I don't, I don't know. That's a, <laughs> I've thought of this question start, for weeks. i didn't not have to start like that, man. I know. I mean, we, we, we didn't fire come here for that. We'll ca- I'm just playing. <laughs> i just back back playing. You we probably would have had a stale man. I'm, yeah. Thing, yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> just playing. <know>? I'm just playing.
1: Yeah. Well, let's get into it a little bit. You know, you guys both very successful with what you do, and we're going to get into how you pee people. What drives both of you? I mean, you know, what is your drive? I mean, obviously, it's professional athletes and collegiate athletes, all the stuff you've had to do. Are there things that – you learned that you're so glad you learned that it were helping you in your professional career?
3: You know, for me, it, it's been cumulative. Uh, you know, I obviously starting out younger. I had an older brother that kind of pushed me, encouraged me to play sports. So, you know, from the competitive side of it, you know, I'm pretty competitive. I like to win, but I hate to lose more <laughs> than I like to win. So mm-hmm. that's number one. But then I'm a self-motivated person, you know. Um, right. You know, to some degree, I think I have a fear of failure um, because I always want to be successful. And. You know, I want to take on new things, take on new challenges. Obviously, obviously it's an opportunity to learn. So, you know, that's those are a key a few key things that, you know, um that drive me along with having people around you that believe in you. Um, then that kinda adds fuel to the fire because you wanna be successful when you know you have supportive people that are behind you.
1: Like your man Jason Campbell. He's absolutely, that man, was my roommate. Yeah, so yeah. I too, right. right. absolutely. Absolutely, that perfect season. How about you, Randy?
3: Yeah, so for me, I mean,
0: it starts with the foundation of my parents. Both of them are Liberian immigrants who came to this country in the 80s, and they had that that mindset of just coming here, not really having much, but making the most out of what they have. And so knowing that my mom came here to Emory, got her master's, without even Mm -hmm. knowing her way around, my dad became an entrepreneur and just grinded and seeing uh, the sacrifices that they made, I mean, that's something that's uh, the biggest part of my life, and I had no excuses growing up. You know, growing up in Gwinnett, going to Brookwood uh, High School—that's where it really started. I was very, very self-motivated, as Ronnie uh, said as well. And then outside of that, my faith was a big part of what drove me. Just knowing that God gave me these gifts, and I wasn't gonna let it go to waste because I knew if I did that, He was gonna probably—I was either gonna lose it or He's gonna give it to somebody else. Uh, so those are the kind of the things that drove me. And then also all the people that poured into me support system, just as Ronnie said. I had teachers, coaches. I mean, janitors, lunch ladies, you can go down the list. I'm a product of the environment, man. So when I think about all the people that poured into me, I have no reason but to continue to strive and grow. And no matter what level I reach, I'm always thinking about how can I continue to grow and do better and do more.
1: Well, it's funny too, and I didn't mean to catch you, but y'all are both uh, Cartersville originally and Snellville, right? Yeah. So right. not you know in in a Metro Atlanta world, that's all you know with one one drive, right? Mm-hmm. You know. So uh, yeah. I'm gonna
2: sorry so, about that. No, Ron, I'm just curious. You both mentioned self motivated. Yeah. Obviously, that's a key driver for both of you. So elaborate on that for the audience a little bit.
0: Right. So when I think of self motivation, I think about the fact that when it came to the game, I didn't need a coach to yell at me. I didn't need my parents. You know, most of the most of the time they're working. Nonstop, you know, till 6 to eight, o- 8 o'clock at night. And so I knew that if it if I were to be successful, it was going to come down to my mindset and my discipline and my ability to get out, even when I don't feel like it. And mm-hmm. so that's something that's been a recurring theme um, now that I'm in entrepreneurship. So self-motivation, I believe, just understanding that it starts with you and nobody else and not having to have those external factors
3: that motivate you.
2: Oh, that's huge. Right. And for yeah. me,
3: it was, you know, kind of like Renny said, the same thing, you know, the yeah. self-motivation you know, uh, in my mind, I've always had the mentality of you have to be great at the things that don't take talent. Um, obviously, right. that's being on time, you know, knowing what to do when you get there. And then you could always learn how to do it, especially like in the sports world. You know, you're always going to have a coach. You're always going to have someone to tell you how to do it. Right. But then, you know, there ha- there, there has to be a why with inside of you. And then mm-hmm. once you know your why and then the rest of it takes care of itself, you know, when you're self-motivated, you figure it out. Um, you know what you're doing. You know how to do it. But at the same time, all the other things that, that come along with being a professional or, you know, an athlete, you have to be willing to accept, you know, challenges and face those challenges forward. I mean, straightforward. You know, well, it's I, a, I think
2: that's key, Ryan, because a lot of people get into business and start their own business and think it's just going to happen. And they oh, don't yeah. have to have the mindset. They don't have to have the discipline. Yeah. But it really starts with choice. Yeah, it and, really does. And you, you two guys are successful because you've chosen to do that. Well, that's my
1: Definitely. first book, Everyone's in Sales. I mean, it, you're selling yourself. Uh, right. and building a relationship if you've done the right way, right? Yeah. And and uh, one thing you guys both said is I watch – I said I have three daughters. They've all played the traveling cross-country soccer. Mm. I watch so many parents giving what we call it, extrinsic motivation money if you score a goal. Right. This, to me, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you right. know, my kids – Do their own laundry, pack their own stuff. They know if they're not there forty-five minutes ahead, and I'm always like, "We got a little more time." Like, no, coach is going to be mad. Those skills, yeah, are way more important than what you're going to learn as a soccer player, right? So, because you you can take those the rest of your life, yeah, right. So when my oldest just went to Georgia Tech, she doesn't play soccer anymore, but she knew how to manage her time, right? Right. Right. I'm sure you guys dealt with that, right? Yeah. Because Because she knew, and our friends were like, "Oh my god, we don't have enough time." She's like, she felt freed up, right? right. Right. And so that's kind of. I was curious if you guys agree with that, like from the athletic side
3: yeah no absolutely one i think you always have to be great at time management um because that's key uh you know to being successful in life you know is managing your time which is one of the probably the biggest challenges because there's so many moving parts um and there's scheduling conflicts that that arise you know whether it's friends family whatever may be, things pop up you have to be here at a certain time so if you can you know get that under control and be able to schedule your time and manage your time you know correctly or efficiently then it makes for a lot of other things and one, it reduces a lot of stress because you're not feeling pressured. Um, but then outside of that, you know, I think just being good at things. I think, like you said, like I tell my son all the time and my kids, I'm like, I, you shouldn't be or shouldn't want to be rewarded for doing the right thing. Like, right? Amen. The expectations are the expectations yeah. and the standard is the standard. Like once we set the standard, you want to be great, yeah. then you need to follow up and you need to take all the steps to necessarily – be great at what you want to do and achieve what you want to but i can't tell you what you want to do or i can't make you have something that you don't have like that has to come from within and yeah. you know once you set the standard this is the bar it doesn't waver and it, you always have to you know do everything accordingly based on that yeah. how
2: do you apply that in your business life
3: the same thing applies you know and, and there was a lot of things that i learned through sport that apply to to business world mm-hmm. um you know like i said number one the standard is the standard yeah. um you know, and then two being great at the things that don't take talent. You know, I can always be on time to work, you know, um, I can always do the things necessarily treat people the right way. Um, all of these things. And then outside of that, from work ethic standpoint, you know, I just feel like you're not going to outwork me. Um, you know, um, there's no excuse for that. Um, I've heard Rennie say yeah. that same thing. Yeah. <laughs> a little challenge. That's there. A, no, it's awesome. Yes. Yeah, yes. You know, it's and nice I think it. you are, you approach things that way. Um, one, I think is from a competitive nature. Um, a lot of athletes, you just don't want to lose. Um, mm-hmm. But then also knowing, you know, to be successful, that it takes a lot of work. There's a lot of challenges, but even throughout sport you learn a lot about yourself um that you may not have known because there are limits that and thresholds that you have to right. go through yeah. you know whether it's in camp or training camps or mm-hmm. all these things in the summer and you know you have to be willing to do things that other people aren't willing to do you have gotta, gr- gotta be on the grind yeah, yeah. Uh, you know
1: i, I was telling mm-hmm. the other day when we were prepping i talked to jane when i was in las vegas no one got to see creating powerpoints no one got to see me do three walkthroughs you know doing this they get right. to see the the pictures and oh, the yeah, videos. Product. the reps right mm-hmm. and and I, when i was younger even 10 years ago speaking i i got by a little bit on talent and didn't put in quite as many reps but it, the reps which you guys did for a living right make the make the difference i mean that is what makes you just completely comfortable and so the, yeah. gr- there's no shortcut in grinding it right oh yeah
0: wow. no without a doubt and, and that's one of the things that i think about playing my position at linebacker because there's so much time and Ronnie can attest to this as well but we we spent so much time in the film room, breaking down plays, understanding tendencies, understanding statistics. Like I thought I was bad at math until I realized like <laughs> we spent so many hours st- studying, you know, all these things. And so I'm a master at understanding, you know, tendencies, uh, being able to anticipate the next move of my competitors, like all those things translate into business. If you're not able to measure, you know, d- just the reps and the success and why-, why things are working the right way, especially in sales, understanding your right. process, you're going to eventually fail or you're going to be moving in the right direction, but you're not going to understand why. So all those things, you know, translate and, and help you just to improve the performance.
2: So when you're working with your clients or working with groups now on yeah. their personal development, how mm-hmm. do you help them get that? Uh, you know, it's not like I, one of my former lives, I did some coaching at two small colleges, certainly right. not at the level you guys play, but understand the dynamics of athletics and discipline. Right. You can't, challenge them by running laps or, or whatever if mm-hmm. they don't get it yeah so how do you transfer that as you're working with your clients in right. personal development
0: so it, it always starts i believe with awareness so yeah. starting w- with where you're at right now looking yourself in the mirror doing a self evaluation most people don't even understand you know what their <laughs> things like what their values are and what their vision is like starting from the the base yeah. of just where am i at now what's working what's not working asking uh powerful questions to get them to really evaluate and break them, their own sales down and then even from the standpoint of what am I doing right why, why am I winning why am I closing sales yes. and sometimes people business? don't even know that yes. yeah they don't they don't understand that it's kind of that hit, hit or miss you know kind of thing you just because you get into the daily grind and just going through the motions mm-hmm. and trying to survive and so breaking them out of that and getting them to really evaluate themselves is where it starts for me and then from there just giving them principles and key metrics to focus on getting them to break down their days, you know, scheduling their days, understanding where am I spending the majority of my time, where my priorities at, where do I eventually
1: want to be, setting those benchmarks. Um, I do a lot of
0: Well, that's yeah. huge,
2: that whole self-awareness key, right? Yeah. You know the value of that.
1: Well, well I told my metal daughter when I was telling you about this, about the uh, well, – we won't say it on the air, but uh, she's yeah. got a big opportunity in front of her. Where I'm going Friday to – make sure everything's in in line before a Saturday potential good yeah. thing could happen. i am just talking, in code. Right. but I told her about six months cause she was going through a tough time in her life. And I said, mm. look, here's the standards of our family. Right. You know how hard I work. You know how hard your mom works. I, we're not going to, there's, there's no handouts, you know? And so she went out, she got a job right at Chick-fil-A, she's grinding, she's, she worked herself for four months about as hard as she could because mm. she wanted to, right. not because she, somebody was telling her to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And when I started, a lot of time with clients, you know, I'm sure you deal with this in, in financial. What do you want to do? And when my point is, I have a, a my mouse pad. Mm. I want to live by the water, not on a beach house, but near <laughs> the water one day when I get my doctorate. All and right. every time I'm grinding late at night, as so I was right. telling you guys, and I'm going, man, why am I doing this? It's, it's my mental picture. In 10, 12 years, right. I, I'm, I'm going to be able to do what I want to do for the right. long haul. Right, right. Because uh, otherwise, if they don't have that clear vision, it gets mm-hmm. fuzzy. And that's what Jane and I always talk about going, this is get. It's just like doing reps. Man, I'm burning out. Right. And, but I told her, you've got to have a clear vision what it looks like when you walk across that graduation stage, why you're doing all this, mm-hmm. why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, do you have that, uh, Ronnie, with some of your clients or when you're starting to talk to people, sometimes they don't even know what they want to achieve
0: yeah.
3: financially? Yeah, sure. And I think that's the, the, the central factor that a lot of people, you know, possess. Um is in terms of the self-reflection or even knowing what it is you want to accomplish. Like, mm-hmm. what are your goals? Like, have you self-reflected? Do you really know what you want to achieve? Like, And then, you know, trying to cum- accumulate a plan or, you know, culminate a plan to, okay, how do we get to that point? But, you know, first and foremost, it starts with having an understanding of what you want to accomplish and having your goal in mind and then realizing what it takes. Okay, now we have a plan in place. Now what actions do we need to take? And every action that we, we do make has to align with what our goals are, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times, you know, you'll see people there after a situation's occurred, they'll wonder, how did I get here? But, you know, once you reflect and you're honest with yourself about the actions and, you know, decisions that you made, then it makes perfect sense, you know. And I think that's the key, like even with military and sports alike, you know, not to compare the two, but, you know, I think just going into it, having a plan, and then you go to the game or you go to whatever it is, the challenge, and then you debrief on how 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 everything went, you know, and having an understanding, but also, you know, leaving your pride at the door and being like, you know what, this is an opportunity to either, you know, there's a lesson or a blessing in pretty much every challenge that we have. And I think as long as we're mentally open to trying to learn what that lesson or blessing is, then there's something that we can learn from it and now we can grow. Um, And I think that's the ultimate thing, you know, is all of us growing yeah.
1: Well, I had my mother-in-law told me a few years ago speaking, and she was a speaker, right? And she's mm. retired now, and she said something like, you're nailing it except you got too many ums, uh, and you sometimes lose <laughs> your train of thought. You know, uh. you know what I'm talking about. So what did I do? I went back and go, all right, there's mm. some truth in that. Right, right. Rep it, rep it. You know, keep practicing it to think, pause, and don't just say something sure. to fill the airspace. Mm-hmm. So it is a continual growth. I tell people right. there is no real failure yeah. if you learn from it. Mm-hmm. Right. But too many people fail, and they just don't have a clue of how to apply it to get better. There's nothing wrong with failing. Right. Uh, if you're if you're you're gonna fail to succeed,
2: right? Well, yeah. that, right. That's how we learn. Yeah. That's how we that's learn. What you coach I, people
1: for a living. Well, sure. <laughs> I,
2: you know, I'm just curious, Ronnie. So, talk about clear vision, Ryan. As a running back, you were looking for the the clear vision to see your path to avoid the linebackers. Mm-hmm. You know, like Rennie. So, I'm just curious <laughs> how you yeah. translate. Or transfer those experience that you've learned into the business the financial business that you're involved in now,
3: you know, I think for me it's understanding that success is when preparation meets opportunity and mm-hmm. you know I think tweetable moment yeah, yeah. like yeah. the, the preparation moment. is Crazy. the key like I gotta watch film on Rennie all week. It's yeah. not just the Saturday <laughs> thing like i got to see his tendencies. i got to understand what he's doing, what his approach is, you know, how he likes to attack, and then try to use that to my advantage yeah. or try to make it his disadvantage. So understanding that it's not just today. It's, a, you know, it's an extended effort that, that's yeah. been put into it. There's a lot of training. Um, obviously, I still have to work out. i got to be accountable for you know, my, my abilities. But then at the same time, I have to have an understanding of what it is that he's going to be able to do. And once I understand you know, what my strengths and weaknesses are, and now I can analyze him and understand how I can use that to the best of my ability. Now there's opportunity to be successful. But if I don't do that, I don't put anything in from Monday through Friday, yeah. then Saturday is not going to be a success because I haven't put the necessary time and work in to be successful. Yeah. But
1: I want, to say, I want to throw it back to you. That's great. But, yeah. but wouldn't you agree that uh, this is my second, but would you buy from you? Your brand makes a difference. And it ended with saying, ultimately, your competition is yourself because yeah, I mean in other words you can pre- but if you haven't done the max you can but if somebody comes in they're just faster, bigger, stronger, someone wants to copy every presentation I do, uh, I can't right. focus on that, right? Yeah. I've got to focus on what I can do my god-given abilities, the best I can do them. Someone may be, be I just can't compete with somebody, but you can only be you can always be true to yourself. Oh yeah, you agree it. with that? Yeah,
0: I mean that that was a big part of, you know, my I guess my rise was understanding the skil- the skills gifts and talents that I possessed that separated me because I was a guy who was labeled as undersized. So I was not supposed to play at Georgia, wasn't supposed to play in the NFL, but I understood that I had those intangibles that uh, Ronnie talked about. Also, the preparation was huge, the anticipation. So I I tried to maximize every single asset that I could, whether it was technique, my my, uh, stature in terms of having leverage, I mean, every single thing. And that, I believe, applies to businesses, especially if you're a small business, understanding how you can con- compete with the bigger corporates. How do you separate yourself? And that's why I love talking about personal branding because that I believe that's one of the strongest ways that you can separate yourself. But for me, like uh, as opposed to Ronnie, he already went in knowing kind of what the play was. Mine was right. a lot about... Reacting to yeah, reacting react- to, it, react- right? Being proactive. You're
1: being like the other side of the
0: chessboard. Yeah, so it's like the other side. And so I'm having to anticipate. I'm having to look at, okay, how is this lineman leaning? What, what, what way is he looking that's at before the play starts? So it gave me every little... You know key that i could have to to give me like that uh understanding of what they were doing before it actually happened it just helped me but, play that much but faster. that's the
1: same side in sales when you're building right. a relationship going all right why, yeah. why are they not responding or why are they exactly. what's the so, so I'll tell you what I call brand, guys. I call brand the barometer reading, like your 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 baseline measurement, yeah. your reputation, your attributes, you know things, your name, and your mm-hmm. distinctiveness, right? Yeah, so I talk absolutely. about this and say, okay, Randy's got a brand, and people go, well, you know, I don't really have a brand. Well, then your brand <laughs> is actually going to be defined for you by somebody right. else. Exactly, yeah. And I keep saying your brand is not what you say it is, it's what they say it is. Right. Yeah. So I can say, man, you know, I am the most organized guy, and everybody in the room start laughing because I've got three or four people waiting outside. <laughs> but your brand, you know, as, as I was telling Ronnie before we went on air, my friend was just like, if I give you a eulogy, I'm just going to do this. <laughs>
0: yeah, and sure. what I mean by that is just,
1: you know, <laughs> down to earth. You know, this, it is who it is. And, but that might not be someone else's brand, but you've got to really embrace it, yeah. be it, live it, love it. That's right? it. right. Well And I to agree. that
2: point, we've talked a lot about your, your lessons learned in mm-hmm. your athletic part of your life. Right. And obviously, you know, we've heard work ethic, we've heard discipline, we've heard choice, self-awareness. hmm how do you want people to understand who you are today?
3: Mm. You know, for me, That's it's I want, I want people to understand that, you know, um, I am that I am. I mean, you know, I think there are some things that people like about me. There are things that I need to work on. But, you know, importantly, I accept that. But even beyond that, um, just the way that I treat people, um, you know, and, you know, empathetic, uh, sympathetic as well, and just realizing that, you know, just by nature, I just want to do a good job genuinely. Um, I like meeting people, but, you know, just hardworking. Like, I want people to understand that Ronnie actually got everything out of, you know, the gifts that he was blessed with. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and it was weird because a week or two ago I was at a men's conference and one of the speakers talked about potential. And I mm. think once you maximize your potential as an individual, you know a lot of times we look at other people and say i want to be that that's true you mm-hmm. know but mm-hmm. we may not be blessed with the same attributes so you know understanding realizing who you are and maximizing your potential um you know because as much as i want to i can want to go out and play the piano but <laughs> <not laughs> R- i can R- R- like, R- 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know and I, so that's just not what i'm blessed with as long right. as i maximize I can't my potential hold a note, so, so. <laughs> you're, you're good with me right and you know i think just the way that he put it he drew two lines and You know, obviously one of the lines had a higher potential rating, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's like encountering people that may be a little bit more talented than you are, but then drawing your line and you maximizing your potential every time. So if I can maximize my potential every time and then there are times where they don't maximize I their potential, then there may be times that I'll, I'll be successful because I know the standard that I've set, and if I'm always willing to maximize my potential, then there's opportunity there. That's great. How yeah. about you, Randy?
0: So for me, I mean, I, I definitely want to, you know, achieve my highest potential, which I feel like there is no highest potential. <laughs> it's always going to be something yeah. more. So I'm at the point in my life now where I'm about how can I be a servant? You know, I, I feel like that's what takes it to the next level. You reach your what you feel like is your highest potential. You're continuing to grow. But you're also looking back and seeing who else can I point to? Is it an athlete who is right, undersized right. like I once was right. that I can point to? Is it a college student who's transitioning into the real world? So I'm, I'm thinking about how can I you know not only leverage the, the skills and gifts and talents the Lord has blessed me with, but how can I take those same gifts and be an influence and, and impact somebody else's life, whether it's an athlete or a business professional. And that's kind of how I want to be remembered with, as a person of value, a connector, somebody who really just tried to, to do more and uh, speak up, you know, and be a leader.
1: Well, the thing I love about both you guys is, you know, I follow – we all follow you on Twitter and Instagram and all that. But y'all's yeah. messages encourage me. I mean, you know, there's yeah. times people get to see other stuff, but I'm going, man, I'm overwhelmed or whatever. And, it, and you, you bring it back to a – we're all, you know, faith-based, basic principles. Like, pick yourself up, be who yeah. you are. And, and there's been times I just want to tell you while we're on the air that I've seen something and it just goes, you know what? Why You know, i got so much to be thankful for. Why am I getting – you know, what yeah. am I focused on that? And so I'm out coaching other people to do it, but we all fall in that, don't we? I yeah, mean, yeah, see, yeah. no matter how positive you want to be, you have one of those days. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, not
2: you, Ryan. You, you, I mean, you are it's always, you, on, know, yeah. got, always on. Always on. I was on. told the other
1: day that they, this two people told me they have a Ryan email folder for encouraging emails, and, then my, and my wife said. Why don't I get that Ryan? Sometimes I'm like, well, you get a lot more of the. I apologize, I'm playing, but but you know, I, I try to encourage. You. I yeah, think I think we can get more out of encouraging people. I had a client I was working with a few years ago, and they said you have to be so encouraging in consulting. And I'm like, I'm going to get the same results. I don't have mm. to be a jerk to get you to rise your, raise your game up. Yeah, I mean, you can and you can mm. slam your fist <laughs> down to it. But I think if you get people to really want to run through the wall for you, yeah that's how i prefer to do it i yeah. mean it's right, right. that's just right. how i yeah. prefer to do it yeah so
2: so renee what advice would you give to someone who is thinking about starting their own business or are becoming as we like to say an entrepreneur
0: oh man you better get ready to have some faith <laughs> 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 hey, I, 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 can
2: second that. <laughs> yeah like
0: boy i don't think people realize especially this day and age with social media and how you have the the creating of perceptions that <laughs> you know make things look a certain way, but boy, entrepreneurship is lonely. Yeah.
1: It's a roller. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's not only is it a roller coaster, but you have to spend so much time by yourself yeah. in your own head. Yep. If you're not able to have that clear vision and understanding that the fact that you know, if I keep uh, getting the reps in, if I keep putting the work in, making the conversations, sending the emails doing the tweets that eventually something is going to work yeah. if you don't have that true belief you're not going to make it you're not going to survive and that's what keeps a lot of people who have that book idea that business idea away from entrepreneurship because they want the consistency of a paycheck or they want the guarantee mm-hmm. and the the just that um, you know what comes with that lack of faith which is the assurance that something oh, is yeah. going to be there like you have to be willing to thrive and know that like I said it's going to be a payoff it may not be a month it may not be two months, but it's it's going to come. So that's the advice I would give. First, you have to establish that faith, um, and then understand that it's a progression, it's a process. Yes. So I didn't just jump into entrepreneurship, you know, after football. It started back in 2011 when I got cut from my first team, and that's when I started by building a website. I started meeting with business professionals. I started going to workshops. Started reading books, and entrepreneurship kind of caught me. So by I'd say about fifth, sixth uh, year in the NFL. Um, when i was waiting for a team i started getting more speaking engagements i started mm-hmm. getting more opportunities to where it didn't really make sense for me to go back into football so i would say understand that that entre- uh, entrepreneurship is a calling as well like you can't just all of a sudden cut your job and just think oh, i'm gonna just start this no nah, you have to build it you know you have to start with a strong foundation and all those things so I but go that, on and on. But yeah. that,
2: well, that's good. And, and I heard a lot of points about a transition plan in there, yeah. which I won't succession recap. But as a, yeah, succession yeah. planning. That's good. That's good.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, uh, Ronnie, I would think, too, with what you yeah. do, you're, your mind is always building relationships, whatever you're yeah. doing, right? With, right. <clears throat> because you're your own entrepreneur. I mean, you know, and you, of your world, of what you're doing. And I relate to what you both are saying because the problem with an entrepreneur – is there you just can't turn it off and say well right. you know i'm gonna go take a two-week vacation i hope things <laughs> you always got to be looking for opportunities but it's really relationships and trust I yeah mean, so i mean how do you you know you anything to piggyback on uh what rennie was saying there? yeah and
3: i i mean i i totally agree with what Randy said but also you know i think just to add a little bit on that i think they're you have to understand your purpose and you have to have a passion behind it because, you know, like Randy said, you're going to run into obstacles. There's going to be a lot of adversity. So if you're not right. willing to put that extra or go that extra mile for this, then you're probably not going to be successful. So, you know, at the first sign of adversity, you're going to be willing or, you know, there's going to be contemplations of I want to quit because is this really worth it? So, you know, mm-hmm. it, it takes time to, you know, I think build something. And, you know, I think a lot of times we may see, you know, what someone else has built and we think that it it was overnight. So it's like, right. oh, Rennie did this, like, I can do it as well. You know, mm-hmm. but there's a passion, there was a lot of work that Rennie put into it and understanding that and yeah. you know, it's not really just because Rennie was good at it meaning that I'll be good at it as well. Like there's mm-hmm. a passion that but, Rennie started this for. But see, mm-hmm. you know,
1: that's what I get asked all the time. So let's use something like speaking. They right. say uh, how do I do that in Las Vegas like, mm-hmm. okay so we'll start with getting paid for nothing <laughs> All right, right. Exactly. And, then, and then maybe <laughs> you get some expense, piece. you know right yeah, yeah people I said, they willing didn't. To do that. And they said yeah. well that's a lot of work I said, dude, you just just show up one day and go. Right. You, it's it's reps mm-hmm. and I said you you realize God man I got a lot of work to do right behind right. the scenes and you get better and better they're like yeah. ooh, I thought you were just gonna tell me like the three things I need to know I'm like mm-hmm. yeah do it for free right. <laughs> and, I want to make money you well know? and Ryan
2: let me interject here that's the concept that a lot of people have that if they get this plug-and-play system that they mm-hmm. follow all their steps mm-hmm. that it, they're going to be successful nope yeah. it doesn't work that's right. not real all right go now, ahead add, yeah go ahead. yeah, go, yeah
0: go. i had two. um just a analogy from our world or metaphor from our world there's a certain point in the season where you have to put that work in the training camp this time of the year <laughs> <laughs> y'all don't miss training that camp yeah. No. moments yeah. yeah i call it the training camp moments in life where you have to put in hours and hours and hours of work coaches putting you through it is hot is miserable. There's no TVs. There's no cameras. Nobody's on campus. Just gunning it out, and it, it, a lot of things you do don't make any sense. Like you're just like, man, dang, I'm going through it. You're ready to fight your teammates, <laughs> but it's like you have to go through that in order to prepare for your season. And depending on how you handle the training camp moments, it either makes it sets you up for a winning season or a losing season. And I feel like as an entrepreneur. Or whatever you do in life, you have to go through those times that's just like hard, and it doesn't. It doesn't you can't see the other side. But it's like the ro- Rocky Balboa. It. You know, yeah. you see yeah, how hard can you get right. punched and get up. You know, yeah, get, keep it. moving forward. I mean, mm-hmm. it's true
1: when you you punched hard and you're going man. Yeah, and then you got to say, how am I going to recoup? How am I going to get back mm-hmm. up? And that's what I've ingrained in my kids and everybody I, I coach and work with is saying life's not always easy. Yeah. yeah you yeah, know yeah, what? Yeah. You have your uptimes, your downtimes, and uh, you know, so forth. So mm. well let me ask real quick. All right, we have uh Ronnie Brown, uh Auburn Legend, NFL, great. And I'm just gonna put your Twitter hander out there at Ronnie Twenty Three Brown. And it's also the same on Instagram at Ronnie Twenty Three Brown. We also have Rennie Curran. We're talk, we haven't talked to Auburn Georgia or anything yet, but we got a few <laughs> more minutes left. And, uh, Rennie, we have at Rennie, the Twitter is Rennie Curran 53 and Instagram is at Rennie Curran. So, uh, you know, give those guys, they already got a ton of followers, but give them more. I stuff, just got not, started. No, no. But uh, what they're putting yeah. out, I'll tell you, yeah. you want to follow yeah. them. Like I said before, this great stuff. And they, they talk about giving back and making a difference. So they're the real deal and they're authentic and they're genuine. And, uh, so
2: I'm just curious if there are any current projects or something that you Ooh. really want the listening audience to hear today that's upcoming. I'd see the smiles. Uh, for, <laughs> this is why I've her here.
1: <laughs> man, I, see, I forget <laughs> the questions. I forget mm. the questions.
3: No, for me, I mean, it's just grinding. You know, obviously I've worked with Wells Fargo. So, you know, uh, I've got into the business world. I'm excited about it. You know, and it's a great opportunity for me to help a lot of people and, you know, more importantly, to help people understand the things that I didn't understand or try to prevent hurdles that I had to end up jumping over. I may have ran into a few. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a little uh, linebacker. You know, and just, you know, the planning of life, man. I think that's the most important thing, like we talked about earlier, is time management and, you know, having a plan. Um, and I think when you're doing that, then you're setting yourself up to be successful in whatever it is that you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Great. For me, uh, man, I'm working on a
0: lot. Of course, continuing to build my speaking business and um, the coaching and whatnot. I think there's um, two
1: of you. I see so many times. I mean, do you, like a, do you have like a, a stunt double? Yeah. How <laughs> well, you do it? I'm I, really, Use those year, years wisely. Thank, cool.
0: thank you. I've really been focused on leveraging my knowledge and, uh, you know, from rebranding myself to going from an athlete to a speaker, to entrepreneur, um, to writing my uh, two books, mm-hmm. things like that. So how do I teach others how to do that? And one of the things I'm working on is some online courses. And then I'm also working on pouring back into – the next generation of athletes. So, starting a, a nonprofit as well, Game Changers Foundation to help uh, awesome. starting with high school athletes, yeah. giving them just mentors, providing programming through having former athletes like Ronnie and myself mm-hmm. to go back and speak at at schools. Also having a leadership conference, um, and then the other one I, I'll, I'm going to have to come back and tell you all about because that that one. Okay, it's not, not out yet, but you guys will hear about it, and uh, right, we'll have you back on the show.
2: Yeah, you guys, oh, yeah. Really, I mean, it's, yeah. it's huge. Hey, right, you, you should see
3: the smile. It's something big. Yeah. Yeah, so. I saw Everybody that. Keep I saw that smile. For like what what Randy has it's a going on? I mean. it's, it's a game changer. <laughs> well, I'm
2: you, you, let, you, you let us know when it's ready, and we'll have you I back on the show. It's a game changer. No pun intended. I think it's awesome. We need more of what these guys are giving back today. We need the. We need you investing in people. Thank you for that, and and communicating and teaching others that work ethic that seems to be so missing Mm. in so many industries today definitely so that's 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 awesome well it's
1: it's just two solid guys and and you know for all my friends out there that are auburn tiger fans or uga bulldog fans everybody gets caught up with that and that's great you you love your team Mm -hmm. and whatever i would say both of you though as we kind of come to a close have been able to leverage yeah. I mean I know you both do because you, you. I'll see you back at Auburn in Georgia but that's mm-hmm. a great place to plug in and build your business too oh, because man. there's all oh, kinds of relationships to keep going right And younger yeah. people and it's they it go survived, oh yeah man. I remember you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know and I think they probably it, thought I passed away by now I'm so old but <laughs> I'm just kidding go yeah ahead.
3: I think we both just understand the importance of relationship right. Right, um, right, right, you know right. in the world and you know even beyond that it's just you know like we say in our small group um you know circles are better than rows you know and i think yes. you know once we all have an understanding we're sitting here we, we're talking offering different perspectives but you know there's an ability or opportunity for us to pour into one another and to help encourage and uplift mm. you know each other you know and i think there's an opportunity for all us all to do that at some point and we all need it at some point Absol- yeah. absolutely and i agree man I, I we were just talking
0: about this uh not too long ago but just the importance of leveraging your platform, whatever that is. For us, we wore that jersey. We're on the field playing in front of 90,000. So we had that awareness to understand that these fans weren't just fans. Like, these are For CEOs, them. these are politicians. <laughs> yeah, 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 are, yeah. Absolutely. So many different types of people. And I think on a small scale, people have to understand that no matter what organization you're with, uh, that you're a part of, you have you still have a platform. There are you know daily interactions that you have that you can leverage. So whether that's you're a salesperson, whether you're a waitress and you're coming in contact with people, You're building skills Relationships Yeah, you're also building relationships That you can leverage For another part of your life Because we're all going to transition At some point you know, so, you know, the yeah. thing you're
1: saying, something you always ask me as we're kind of going co- to a close in a moment, you know, return on investment. But I, I say, yeah. what's with the return on the relationship? Mm. Right. Exactly. Right? Because yeah. to me, everything's built on trust. And some people do business with me simply because they go, we just trust you. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know whatever you're doing. We want to be a part of it. And that's right. the ultimate compliment. I'm like, I'm not sure I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not a game changer. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm waiting for, I'm running for Randy's things now. <laughs> no. But, you know, I'm saying I'm going with my gut. I feel as, you know, what God's put together. I think we're going down the right road. But it may not be. I, I, I can't promise. You know, right. I think it's a, it's a good thing. So, yeah. All right. Well, um, I guess we need to start uh, coming to an end here.
2: Oh, do we have to? I don't. I, we got to I want to add one we, more thing. Yeah, too. of course.
0: You know, you talked about the return on relationships. I also believe in return on experience in yeah. terms of transferable skills. Like one of the reasons why I believe I. Be, I or part of me becoming a speaker was all the interviews that i did right yeah, I was you thinking know, that, you guys have been interviewed a million yeah, times haven't you right y'all so, knew how to use the mic you know, i watched it she was like we get it man. we get it yeah but so many people don't think about just their the, the daily grind what skills that they're building that can transfer into other industries you know so i feel like that is so important to break down as you're going through your, your job and just what, whatever you do on a day to day basis, are you keeping track of that? Ask you a good question, right. real. y'all
1: are talking to these younger people. Are y'all coaching them a little bit and being careful what they're posting on social media? These athletes, we try, man. I know well, they've been told over and over beers, and right? over, but yeah. it, they some of them continue not to. Well, retweet mm-hmm. really is endorsing something, and they're not looking like a lot. Right. I'm like, take that down. Right, right, they're like, right. oh, I didn't. It's- rel-
0: it's not only, you know, what they're posting, but it's also what they're not posting. Right. For us athletes, like, if you look at the majority of guys' page, it's all pictures of them catching a ball, yeah. Yeah. making a tackle. Nobody knows anything about your brand outside of that jersey. And mm-hmm. that, to me, is one of the biggest uh, crimes, I Me, mean, honestly, honestly, because you have that platform. You, you're you coming out of high school with 30,000 followers, and the only thing you share with people is about football, and that's it. Yeah. So you're, when you're done, you you are basically starting from that. ground zero. So, yeah. so
1: you had Trevor Lawrence's
3: jersey the other day, yeah. but that kid looks like a great young man. Oh yeah, And that's the thing. Like in our hometown, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, go it's small. For any Clemson, Clemson. Uh-huh. Clemson <laughs> folks, I had to switch yeah. the you know. But my hometown is small. Yeah. Um, on Friday nights, you know, everyone goes watches the game. I used to take my son back. You know, when Trevor was there, I still go back. You know, watch games. My family's there. But you know, I think at the end of the day, it's just realizing that what you put on there is. This is really your first interview. Like this is really like your resume because people are gonna look at this in whatever it is, and I think a lot of guys kind of lose the fact that, especially in the NFL Mm -hmm. or you know professional sports, like. They're looking at everything. They want to know what type of person you are because Mm -hmm. if they're going to invest money in you, then they need to know what kind of return they're getting. So that's the first resume, and you're putting it out there, so you got to be cautious of what you want people to think about When
1: I see that Trevor Lawrence, I don't even know him, Jake Fromm, I don't know him firsthand, but those guys seem real. Right, right. You know, I I mean, they seem like what you see is what you get. Am I I right? No, I agree. And And, and
0: to that point, man, one of the things we don't realize as athletes is that people don't get to really truly know us outside of our helmet. So our only credibility comes from – Things like that, and then what we do on the field. And that also translates into the business world because people, like I still get people that come up to me to this day and they're like, thank you for what you did in the Florida game. And (laughs) because I just went hard, it builds a certain credibility in the business world as far as trustworthiness and work ethic and all those things that that translate in terms of value. So I I always try to encourage athletes to think about those things.
2: Which is the beginning of your brand. Right, So before you wrap us up, we must hear one closing statement from these men. What is mm. one thing that you would like the audience to just be sure and hear? Mm.
1: That's tough.
3: Ooh, you know. mm. <laughs> oh, I
2: know. I, it's, it's a powerful question when they have I to think, think about I think we're talking marketing it. matters. I yeah. think, you
3: know, it's really understanding the brand of you, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and understanding the power of, you know, the individual that, and that you possess as an individual um, and being able to exemplify or, you know, portray what it is that you want to portray, you know, and Nobody understands you the way that you understand you, so you're going to have to be a little bit more expressive um, to some degree and get outside of your comfort zone. I think that's the thing. Get comfortable being uncomfortable, right? I think that's key, you know, uh, being willing to do things that you're not normally going to do, you know, and to get your brand and really, really believe in it because in order for someone else to believe in it, you have to believe in it, and they have to see that confidence from yourself. That's good
2: stuff. How about you, Renny?
3: Man, one thing that just came to my my heart and my
0: mind is – you know, we're talking about marketing matters, we're talking about personal branding, but in my lifetime, or in my life, I've never wanted to be, or I don't want to be, a public success and a private failure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I have a daughter, you know, and that she's one of the ones that drives me to really just become the best version of myself, the best man. So it's not necessarily about what I put out there, it's about, you know, my relationship with her. Y'all is are it, both good dads. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, Y'all both good just, dads. just trying to be a good father, trying to be a good person in the community. Tough job, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good tough job. That's, that's where, for me, it's, Is what it's really all about. Because if you take care of those things in your house, you know, with your, your closest relationship with those who know you and love you the most then everything else will, t- will uh, take care of itself. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, Good absolutely. stuff.
2: All right, Ryan, give us the last word. <laughs> all
1: right, well, let me tell real quick. You can listen to Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers on the second and fourth Thursday of each month, 1 o'clock Eastern. Just go to businessradiox.com, select the Gwinnett Studio, and click Listen Live. And up for all you streamers, Netflix lovers, Amazon Prime, that's where I've been spending my time, you can listen to anything 24-7. Just go to businessradiox.com, select the Gwinnett Studio, and click on Marketing matters. I want to thank Ronnie Brown for being here with us, and I want to thank Rennie Curran for being here with us. Guys, you've given us a tremendous amount. We could talk for hours. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. Good stuff. And all their contact information will be on this show page about how to connect with them, because both of them, you want to meet, you want to have them come out to your stuff, I promise you, uh, the energy here could go on forever, but the producers are going to kick me out. (laughs) And my co-host, Jane Bishop, janebishop.live, her information will be there as well. So, Um, This has been another Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers. Hope everyone has a great week. and And until next time, folks, make your marketing matter.